0: recorded. It's I on real estate on AM
1: 970. The answer.
3: Hello, everyone. Hello on this freezing day in New York. Okay, but I think it's the cold's last hurrah. I'm Dottie Herman, and welcome to Ion Real Estate. As you most likely know, the real estate market all across the country is extremely hot, and real estate is on everyone's mind. Uh, so we want to give you a special glimpse of the Northeast today. So we have a special guest for the second hour. And um Alfred Renner, who is the senior manager of sales at Douglas Elliman, will be talking about Manhattan and the tri state area, what's happening currently. And of course, we'll be joined at the beginning of our second hour by the show's resident legal expert, attorney Steven Ebert, a partner at the prestigious firm Cassine and Casson, located in Westchester. He'll fill us in on the latest legal developments in the business. And of course, if you have any questions along the way, feel free to call us at 866-970-9622. And even if we can't get on the air, we'll answer your question. You can email us at show at Dottie Herman, or you can listen live to 9:70 a.m. The Answer. Um, for exciting news, please check out my latest newsletters at com, or follow me. At Facebook, Dottie Herman, or Instagram, and, or anything, any, any social media that, that you can think of, I'm on. So you can follow me anywhere. Just put in Dottie Herman. I certainly want to thank Citizens Bank for sponsoring Iron Real Estate. I also must tell you that Citizens Bank has the name Citizens because that's why the bank was founded, to help citizens, regular people like you and me, not just big corporations, Last year, Citizens was the third largest lender in the Northeast, and you can always get them at 1 800 922 And of course, first of all, let me say, Hi, Ace. How are you this morning?
4: morning? I am well, and I am well, and it is so cold here in New York. It's freezing. I
3: hear, I hear. Um, Ace, I hear there's some exciting news about Citizens.
4: Yes, um, Dottie. We actually, uh, Citizens Bank, we just acquired Citizens Bank, um, 80 branches in total, and uh, 66 in New York, and uh, about six branches in Florida as well. So um, get ready to see the uh, city being painted green. I think folks have probably have already seen a lot of Citizens Bank branches in New York as it's transforming from HSBC to Citizens Bank. So I've been with Citizens Bank now seven years, Dottie, and we've always asked for brick and mortar. And it's finally here, and uh, we're just so excited to, to have our New York folks and listeners to, uh, to be able to now be able to go into a brick and mortar uh, with Citizens Bank. If, if you had an account with HSBC and you're a listener um you don't don't worry um you will be treated well and um citizens bank will be taking over the accounts, Dottie. so excited for that and and our listeners are in for a treat with alfred rena as a guest Dottie. um love love his knowledge of the market reports with douglas element and i've known alfred now for years and uh he's an amazing asset uh to de so our listeners our listeners are in for a treat as well
3: for sure but you know i i I again, everything is really good, and I hate to bring this up, but it's just really been really horrible, and it's it's on everyone's minds, and it's um, the war that Russia launched on uh, a three, the three-pronged invasion of Ukraine. And I know President Biden announced sanctions on Russia and the development of, of, of even more. Um, but what are you thinking? I mean, you know, I, I well, New York. The New York City um, hall lit up with blue and yellow lights in display of solidarity with the Ukraine, and Mayor Eric Adams said the Ukrainian people who call New York City home, they are our neighbors, and they're feeling real pain today. So, um, and you know that one thing I love about New York City, it welcomes everyone, but what do you think? Do you think this is going to get extremely bad, or do you think you see, what? what I mean, no one really knows. What are you thinking?
4: Oh, Dottie, our prayers and thoughts are with everybody um, in Ukraine, whether you're there, if you have family and friends there. I mean, the death toll has already risen to about 137 civilians mm-hmm. and military personnel, Dottie, so um, our prayers are with. Uh, the people there and uh, for folks that have families there that live here in the U S we're just hoping for thoughts and prayers, but it's definitely going to affect not only uh, folks that are, are in the war Dottie, but everybody else around, right. Because it will um, affect globally. You see China now looking to now take over Taiwan. Other communist countries are now seeing, um, you know, president Vladimir Putin's um, sort of um, actions and now it's sort of trickling through other countries as well. But it's um it's it's sad, Dottie, right? It's it's you know it, it had a huge impact on our on our stock market here in the U.S. as well last week. Um, so look, I, I hope that they can try to resolve things with the U.S. and NATO and and all the um, different organizations involved, all of the uh, allies within the U.S. But definitely definitely sad to see folks getting um, yeah. It's
3: very sad. And it, and it's going to affect us because, you know, besides way, for people my relatives, get I was listening to um I was listening to um some news station and they said, you know, obviously our energy prices and our fuel prices are high to begin with and that says that you know, I think the average Price at the pumps are almost four dollars, and in some cases higher, um, especially in like this area. Uh, so it's going to have an effect uh, and make it probably even higher.
4: Oh, and God. it's getting it, that it the will, cost of
3: gas is I, it's so high, you can't. People correct. are not going to be able to, to travel.
4: Correct, and and Ukraine has about seventy percent of their country has natural resources that. Um, is being traded, um, you know, internationally. So it's it's definitely a concern. It's one of the reasons uh, why Russia is, is is wanting to take take over Ukraine as well. But you know, it's 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 so it's so heartfelt to see the president uh, Volodymyr Zelensky even fight in the front lines with the troops, Daddy. I don't know if you saw that in the news, but uh, the I did. The I did. Ukraine is. That- Front lines. I mean, he's risking his own life in the front lines. Well, and I it's, respect him. I respect that. I respect body, him. Right?
3: So yes. Yes. Because the leader, has, look, he leads. He doesn't say, do this. He's right there right. leading them. And I've never right seen here. such spirit, spirit in the Ukrainian yeah. people. They said they don't care whatever it takes. They're going to fight for their freedom. And I They're think, yeah, and... I don't think we really get it. Sometimes I think we take a lot of what we have in the United States for granted, and we don't realize what the price of freedom is and what it's like to live in a country where you can't say things. You have to think like the government or, you know, or else God knows what will happen to you. Um, And you're looking at people who are risking their lives. I mean, I heard that they have guns. People are just taking guns and, He's he's urging all men to just stay there and fight, and like the women and children, so they should leave. And you see the willpower and the and and the passion, and they're just they're saying we're not giving up. And they put on a pretty good fight so far.
4: They have they have Dottie. Many are um, using their subways as bunkers for the bombings. Um, it's just sad, Dottie, Right? I, I think you're right. You know, we take our Freedom and uh, things that we do here in the U.S. for granted. I mean, here we're we're, we're still.
3: $350 million? Oh, we are. That's breaking news, that we are providing them financial. Uh, And that's so good to hear because I was hoping that we would do something quickly because sanctions take a while to happen. So that's just wonderful. I'm glad that we're doing that. That's breaking news. So let's let's our prayers are with you and we all pray and hope that this ends soon. And um all of those who have relatives there, uh, you're in our hearts. Definitely back I didn't to agree
4: more New York.
3: Yeah, getting back to New York State, um, New York governor Kathy Hutchell unveiled an ambitious real estate agenda in New York and she um her proposals will probably have a dramatic effect on New York and the real estate industry. You know, the governor will push to replace the expiring, controversial 421 a tax abatement with a similar program mandating deeper and longer affordability because, let's face it, New York is really getting unaffordable, especially for young people who are starting out. Um, she plans to propose legislate, legislation that... Um, allows them to change the zoning to promote conversions of office and hotel assets into housing along with an array of other initiatives. So she is going to allow the zoning to change. And where we have excess office space or hotel spaces, she's going to allow them to change the zoning. As of now, you could not build residential housing there. So I think that's a good, I think that's a good move. And, um, James Whelan, who is the um, head of the New York Real Estate Board, and he said we support the governor's sensible proposals for addressing the city's housing crisis by eliminating density limits so the city can rezone areas with good mass transit and pursue commercial to residential conversions and create new programs that help an initiative and develop rental apartments and produce more affordable housing for New Yorkers. And so that's all good. I think that's a long time coming. So good for her, and good for the mayor. Um,
4: that's huge, Dottie. You know, the 421-8 tax break has been huge for developers to incentivize them to continue to build and um, really give give the buyers an ability to reap a, um, a tax benefit, you know, throughout the first, let's say, 10 years. Right, Dottie? So that's helped tremendously. For new development, and I'm glad to see her trying to reinstate some sort of 421A back with new development as well. So that's that. That should be a huge boost for not only the yeah. developers but for the bodies themselves.
3: You know, she didn't she didn't give the details of it yet, but she aims to replace that Correct. act, which she says yep. a similar yep. program. And on top similar of that, program. yeah. On top of that, she, she's going to have, you know, deeper affordability requirements in that program, and she's going to really try to help make housing affordable because you and I all, well, we live in New York City, and the rents, you know, even the rents, I mean, mortgage people, people's mortgage payments are less than the rents, you know, rents, And and rents hit, I think they're, I would guess, we'll ask Alfred when he comes on, but I'm pretty sure they almost top pre-pandemic prices, and there's no inventory. So what happens if you're a young person, unless you want to, you have to either live with a lot of people in your space, or you have to really commute to some of the outer boroughs, but, you know, they're pretty high, too. Uh, So she's going to do this, and and I applaud her. I applaud everything that she's doing to help the real estate and to help people really uh, be able to afford to live in New York City. And also, you know, if you can't find people, if people can't live here, it's hard to get them to work because they have to commute and it's a pain in the neck. So it also helps businesses be able to get people in some of these jobs where they really couldn't before. On a good note, one of my... And on a good note, and I guess you were too young. But I re- remember the Beatles' first debut. And, of course, my favorite Beatle was always Paul. And Paul McCartney sold his apartment for $8.5 million, And the former Beatle and wife, Nancy Chevelle. Now, I remember I was sitting at some dinner, and Nancy Chevelle was sitting next to me. And I thought I was hearing things. I really didn't know her well, but she was a friend of a lot of friends of mine. So she was there, and she tells me I'm getting married to Paul McCartney. And I thought she was a joke. Whoa. <laughs> okay. I said, get out of here. So she said, no, I really am. You know, I forgot they met at a charity event or something like that, and uh, he fell in love with her. So that, but I guess it's time for them to sell their penthouse and she's, which is on New York's Fifth Avenue. And they're selling it for about $8.5 which is less than they paid for it in 2015.
4: Um, yeah. I can't believe. I heard he, um, he bought it for $15.5 million in 2015. And, yeah. And uh, he's selling it for $8.5 now. So it's a great, great buy well, I, for the buyer. That's
3: a great buy. And the fame yeah. of being able to say, I live in Paul yep. McCartney's house. I All mean, you know. His house.
4: Exactly. Exactly.
3: That's good bragging rights. But the duplex is is at 1045 Fifth Avenue. It's a bronze glass apartment building overlooking Central Park Reservoir. Um, It's a 12-unit building. It has a modern facade and a corridor known for its classic pre-war co-ops. And um, the apartment's listed as a white box, meaning that, you know, it's just clean and white. um, And you can kind of do whatever you want. Uh, It's just a... Clean, white apartment, and then you you know you can finish and put whatever finishes you want. Um, but you want to know something? Paul McCartney is seventy nine years old, and wow, yeah, and 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 his wife is sixty two. But I can't believe he's seventy nine. He still looks pretty good for seventy nine, don't you think?
4: Oh, he looks amazing, I, Dottie. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at his pictures now. He he doesn't look seventy nine at all. So
3: no, he but. he looks good, and uh, he was always my favorite. He's so talented. Well, you know, he him and John Lennon wrote most of the music, and uh, yeah. they were most of the vocals too. So, uh, and I I tell you, I thought he was by far the cutest. But that's just my opinion.
4: What was your favorite song? out of the Beatles, Dottie. I I know I'm a little younger, but.
3: Oh gosh. God, they had so many songs. You know, that brings me you know, I can't really even tell you which one is my favorite, but I have to tell you a story. I was in Cuba when you were allowed to go to Cuba, which was about five years ago. So you're, you're not allowed to do anything without the government really knowing where you're going, what you're doing, everything had to be planned. And we got these cars because uh, you have to rent them to the government, and they have drivers. So we got these, you know, Cuba has these great old cars that are all colors, and they're just beautiful. So I'm in this car, and there's a, the guy that was driving was probably about 22 years old. And he says to me, it's a convertible, and it's a beautiful day, and we're driving to wherever I was going at the time. And he said, do you like music? And I said, yes. He said, do you want to hear it? I said, yes. He said, who do you like? And I said, well, what do you have? And he said, I have the Beatles. So I said, I love the Beatles. Put it on. And with that, now he's about 22 years old. He puts on Love Me Do or P.S. I Love You or one of those early, early, early Beatles songs. And I said, wow. And then he said, do you like the Rolling Stones? And I said, yeah. He goes, well, let me put them on. And he puts on the Rolling Stones, and again, one of their early songs. I think it was Ruby Tuesday. So, he told me a very sad story. He said when he was born, by that point, Castro had taken over, and he forbid any music to come into the country. And no American music, no, it was only Cuban national music. His parents, who probably were baby boomers in age, were kept, they loved all American music and they loved all that music and they hid it and they kept it. And he told me the only music he ever heard was the music yeah, Donnie, of his parents. I know. Michael I'm going to finish the this story up. Yeah. Yeah. And he yeah. finished uh, playing the song and that's the music he said he learned how to speak English from that music.
4: I, I mean, Dottie, music is the universal language, right? It's, it's amazing how it just brings everyone together from all different walks of life. So that's great.
3: We're coming up to a, a commercial, friend, But I'll finish the end of the story right after the break. And today's, today's show is about foreclosures. We're going to talk about all the ins and outs of foreclosures because there's a lot to know.
0: If you love Broadway, movies, and music, then tune into Broadway at the Russian Tea Room Sunday afternoons at 5. Host Rob Taub interviews the biggest stars, writers, and directors, plus film and theater critics, along with people behind the scenes, from doctors and fitness experts to casting directors, stagehands, and dressers. It's the only show of its kind, and it's right here on AM 970 The Answer.
2: Our friend Mike Lindell, the inventor and CEO, has a special for you. Mike has asked me to make a special announcement. He is running a flash sale on Giza Dream Sheets. This is the best offer ever, 60% off. Sheets as low as $39.99 while supplies last. Go to MyPillow.com right now. Click on the radio listener specials for 60% off on Giza Dream Sheets. Mike's also offering a great discount on his popular MyPillow slippers, now 50% off with with your promo code. That's right, 50% off on my pillow slippers and 60% off Giza Dream Sheets with the promo code AM970. All my pillow products come with a 60 day money back guarantee and a 10 year warranty. 800 651 0798 for all of these great specials. 800 651 0798, promo code AM970 route 22 toyota all right alex ginsella he wants you to know that due to the current landscape in the automotive industry your current vehicle has never been worth more that's right alex told me that he's paying overbooked value for all makes and models so get over to route 22 toyota in hillside new jersey right now and find out how much your vehicle is worth whether you lease finance your vehicle or own it outright it's worth more now than ever before alex says it does not matter if you purchase or lease a new vehicle they're offering Overbook value for any make or model. Supply is low, which means your vehicle is in demand. And our friends at Route 22 Toyota, they are making it worth your time. It's 973-705-8905. You speak to someone on Alex's team, you get more than ever before for your current vehicle. The address at Route 22 Toyota is 109 Route 22 West in Hillside, New Jersey, 973-705-8905. Or start here, please. Route 22 Toyota.
1: Learn a new language with ease. Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com.
0: It's said that if you don't like the weather, just wait a few minutes and it'll change.
1: Well, the weather isn't the only thing changing. According to our latest research, local business owners today are saying it's getting harder to sustain their business than it was
0: just a few months ago. They also told us that targeting the right audience with their advertising messages is more important than ever. At Salem Surround, our team of local
1: in-market experts take that seriously. We utilize the latest research and marketing technology to deliver media plans that will exceed your expectations. Let Salem Surround show you how we can solve for your marketing challenges by bringing nationwide resources while delivering Main Street solutions. Salem Surround is here to help you
0: through the constant changes. We promise we'll help your business stay ahead of the changing weather.
2: Learn more at surroundnewyork.com. Surroundnewyork.com.
1: Connecting you with new customers. Continuing with ION Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information, here's the host of ION Real Estate, the Vice Chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman.
3: I'm here, and I'm with my co-host, Aisla Suparp, who is the Vice President and Director uh, of Strategic Sales at Citizens Bank, and we're going to talk about foreclosures. That's what I'd like to talk about, but I have to finish up my little Cuba story, and um, I was just saying that when I was in Cuba and I met a young boy who was 22 and he was a driver and he loved the Beatles and he loved the Rolling Stones, the early, early Beatles. And that was the only music that he listened to or could listen to because Castro shut all the music and everything in books, anything from outside of Cuba. So they were limited. And his parents saved all the music that they listened to. And he learned how to speak English, she told me, from them. And then he showed me a little tattoo that he had on his, um, wrist with, I think, the Beatles, one of the first Beatles albums with the, you know, their heads of the four beat, of the the Beatles. And uh, I said, well, can I, can I send you stuff from the States and the Beatles? I'll send you things. And he said, although they're allowed to use the internet, um, the government watches over everything that they write and that they would confiscate anything I would send them. So, um again, I'll just uh, say what I said in the beginning of the show, God bless America, and really we take for granted the rights and the things that we have um, that others don't. So with that, I, Ace, before I talk about foreclosures, what's new in the mortgage market, and, and oh, where Donnie. are the rates?
4: Yeah, so the rates took a little bit of a dip last week, obviously, with um, all the things that are going on. But you can uh, still get a mortgage for around 3.875. Uh, we're hovering right around 4% on a purchase. So um, rates have gone up quite a bit, but it's, uh, it's definitely um, somewhat volatile uh, during this time period, Dottie, with inflation. And, you know, the Federal Reserve announcing that they will have a couple of of rate hikes this year. A lot of people are, are a little bit concerned with the rates, but all in all, it seems like rates will stay pretty low for the next 12 months, and um, it's a great time um, if you're looking to buy to really go out there and um, get in the game, Dottie. You know, so many people are looking to purchase homes but are are too afraid because they feel as if prices are too high. And um, the best advice I always tell them is, you know, get get in front of a loan officer, get in front of a realtor. Um, You know, there's a lot of things that you can do to prepare yourself um, to get ready, uh, whether it's working on your credit, Getting your pre-approval from a lo- from a loan officer and really just understanding your options, um, and and really, you know, we started to show by talking about rental prices being so high. I think it's really really important for for folks to look at their um, purchase options and really compare to see, you know, even with prices at at at, at an all-time high right now in terms of um, supply, I think I think. You know, there's something to be said to to really look at your financing options and really compare, Dottie. You mentioned it in in the beginning of the show. Compare your mortgage payments um, com- comparative to your rental payments, and and you'll nine out of ten times you'll be surprised that your more your mortgage payment could be less than what you're paying for rent today. So,
3: so true. And to your point, um, and to my point, that now is the time to buy. Um, yeah. 70% of home offers written by agents for competition. I mean, the market is booming pretty much all over. Uh, when And, when you, you know, we talked about it last week. When you do an offer, you have to expect that you're going to have competition. People are buying and buying, and there's very little inventory, so it's definitely a seller's market. Uh, and even though, as Ace said, rates are, you know, it's getting a little bit higher, uh, that's even pushing more buyers out, okay? Not that I think that they're high; they're going to go high enough to really affect the housing market, but still, if you can get in and you find something you like now, do it before the rates go up. Uh, because Ace, that formula, how much is it that your payments go up by every rate hike?
4: Yeah, Dottie, you've been listening. I love it. So if the rates go up by 1%, um, you will have, It'll equivalent to about twelve percent less buying power. So every percent that the rate goes up, um, it will it will affect your buying power by twelve percent. So just keep that in mind when you're when you're calculating your payments. Um, obviously, rates are still at an all time all time low at four um, percent. So it's it's no better time if you're a buyer. Although Dottie's right, it is a seller's market, but it's also a buyer's market too because you're able to really leverage. Um, such low interest rates to really get that lower monthly payment, right? So just really talk to your talk, talk to a loan officer, talk to your realtor, um, you know, and really figure out what your options are and, and just be just be in the game, get in the game, um, you know, have a loan officer really work on different scenarios for you, because you'll be surprised what products are available to you, you know, lower down payment programs, such as a Fannie ninety five, where you can, where you are um, able to only put five percent down. Dotty, there's an FHA um, program that you can put three and a half percent down, and and you know there's pro- products out there. Um, if you if you don't have a large down payment, right, and if you don't have such great credit, there's programs out there that can help folks improve their credit scores as well. But it's all about being prepared and just knowing and having that information. Um, handy, right? So, just want to emphasize You're- our listeners. I know a lot of a lot of our listeners have been listening to us for years, Dottie, and and they've been I they've know. Been calling, they've been they've been acting, and uh, that's the best sort of reward, right, for us to do the show, Dottie, is to have our listeners really um, utilize us as a resource and and call us. So,
3: yes, and like I said, information um, and 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 knowing and being aware really will help you make decisions because. You know, buying a home is probably one of the biggest investments or the most important investments somebody makes. And so having the right information, because, you know, when they give you general information, it's general. It's not specifically for you. And that's why I really, really believe that you need to sit down with a, a loan officer at Citizens and you just really need to talk about what your goals are because your age, your goals um, there's so many different kinds of mortgages. Not like when I started, there was like three. Okay. <laughs> there was just a conventional. It was easy. But you know, when I first started the business, they taught me the old fashioned formula that we had to do ourselves to figure out how much somebody could get before they went to the bank. And what was yeah. it was, you take, correct me. I'm trying to remember. I'm going back 25 years. A, So help me if I'm wrong. But I remember you add up all your, Debts. there was like 28% and 36%. Uh, would you add up all your, bill, your, your obligations?
4: Yeah, you add up all of your liabilities per month and, and you divide that by your um, gross salary per month, right? And, and you'll get your debt-to-income and that's really your front-end and back-end to what Dottie's mentioning is 26 and 38. So you're, you're right, Dottie. That's the formula that a bank will use um basically, the front end ratio is just taking the mortgage payment and dividing that by your monthly um income and then your your pretty much um, back end ratio will combine your mortgage payment along with your other liabilities and debts right divided by your monthly income and you can kind of use that sort of rule of thumb to see if you could if you could qualify, but the best rule of thumb is take your income that you that you get annually, so if someone is getting paid a hundred thousand. Uh, with the rates being this low at 4% rate, you can probably borrow up to four times um, to five times your income. So that's an easy sort of shortcut for you to figure out how much you can afford or, or borrow. Um, so if you're making about 100000 if you multiply that by four times, you can probably borrow about 400000 to 500000 Depending on your liabilities, if you have less debt, you'll probably be able to borrow more, so about five times. If you have a little bit of debt, you could probably borrow four times uh, uh, your income. So a good rule of thumb for you to have quick math and really figure out you know what you can.
3: It's a very can good can rule buy. of thumb. Very good rule of thumb. And I, uh, as again, when I started the business, we had to learn that. And there was a uh, a mortgage broker that I was friendly with that I just happened to know. Uh, I just used to call her and double check. Uh, but as I said, when I started, the interest rates went up to like. I don't know, 16 17%. And so I walked into a real estate office, and they looked at me, and they said, what are you, crazy? Why would you start real estate now? The rates are ridiculous. No one's going to buy anything. Are you crazy? And I said, listen, if I succeed and learn this business with rates of 16%, when the rates go down, I'll be in like Flynn. And let me tell you, I probably learned so much in that period of time because the rates were high and the owners had to participate a lot of times in the financing um, because, you know, it was hard to qualify at those rates. So the owners kind of sometimes would play closing costs. There was all different creative things, and I really learned how to work with the numbers and work with mortgages because you had to be creative when it was that high. But you got a good price. So we're going to be back. I'm going to start foreclosures. I'm going to start to teach you a little bit all the different kinds of foreclosures because there's not just one kind. Um, and we'll do that for the next couple of shows. we Be right back.
1: Balance of nature is fruits and vegetables in a capsule. Changing the world one life at a time.
4: I'm an old guy who takes really good care of himself. When I found your product, I was really glad because if the fruits and vegetables aren't available in the stores, this product is there but also for the emergency storage situation if it should be needed when uh, fresh fruits and vegetables are not available through the supply chain. So I'm 75 years old and you know I pump iron, you know walk 5 miles uphill. I feel a lot younger than I actually am and balance of nature has something to do with that.
1: Get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751. Or go to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code Joe.
0: Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey is proud to be the sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour here on AM 970. Get Thunderstruck by the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. Get high style without the high price, plus an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Choose from a wide selection of trim levels in either front-wheel drive or all-wheel drive, all featuring the flexibility of third-row seating. And you'll be sure to find just the right Mitsubishi Outlander for you during the spring sales of Going on now. Take advantage of special financing or special lease rates on every new 2022 Outlander. Some conditions apply. See Freehold Mitsubishi for details. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today. Just a short ride from anywhere in the metro tri state area. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com. That's FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732 863 2788.
2: 732 863 2788. Freehold Mitsubishi. You know, a business that epitomizes strong family values and tradition over many years is Pat LaFreda Meat Purveyors. Established in 1922 in Manhattan's Meatpacking District, Pat LaFreda Meat Purveyors has been an institution in the New York restaurant scene for three generations. If you've experienced a delicious cut of meat at a premier restaurant within the Tri-State area, odds are it was a Pat LaFreda product. Pat LaFreda supplies over 1,600 restaurants a day. You don't keep up that pace unless you're on top of your game. Talk about a true New York success story. Today, LaFreda Meat Purveyors operates two of the nation's largest state-of-the-art facilities in North Bergen, New Jersey, keeping to their local New York, New Jersey roots. Go online to LaFreda.com. It's L-A-F-R-I-E-D-A.com.
1: Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com.
0: Dennis Prager explains the misinformation. The misinformation
2: about COVID has overwhelmingly come from the Democrats, our health authorities, and the tech sites. The left lies. They lie and they lie. And when the lie can't continue, they stop that lie and move to the next lie.
0: The Dennis Prager Show. Weekdays at 1, right before Sebastian Gorka at 3 on 970 The Answer.
1: Continuing with I on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. Here's the host of Ion on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman.
3: I am back, and I'm here with Ace Wan-Supak, and we are talking about foreclosures. Um, and it's not as easy as you think, as I think we mentioned last Last week, there's a lot of different ways to get foreclosures, and everyone thinks when they hear foreclosures, oh, gee, what a bargain, I'm going to get a steal, and that's not true. There's things that are really dangerous for somebody to even try to attempt to do it without knowledge. But before I do that, um, I just wanted, I think, Ace, you might have mentioned it last week, or said that... Um, after the, you know, we had the foreclosure moratorium during, you know, so that's over. You couldn't really foreclose on anybody. Um, and the states that had the greatest monthly increase in foreclosures is uh, a lot. But the major metropolitan states with a population greater than two hundred thousand saw so the greatest number of. When they say REOs, which I will explain later, that's a form of a foreclosure, and they were Chicago, New York. Miami and Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. They had the highest foreclosures. Now, I'm first going to tell you the, what your rights are if you happen to be a homeowner that is in foreclosures or you're not making payments, what your rights are as a homeowner before I get into how to buy foreclosures and the different types. So, because so, federal and state law regulate loan servicing and foreclosure processes, Okay, most people who take out a loan to buy a residential property in New York sign what we call a promissory note and a mortgage. These documents give homeowners contractual rights that you have in addition to federal and state legal protections. So in New York foreclosure, you most likely get the right to one. You should you have to receive a pre foreclosure notice, including a breach letter. So that the bank or whoever you let from sends you a notice. Okay? Then apply for loss mitigation. Attend, then you would attend a settlement conference. Then you would get a notice of the foreclosure and the chance to respond in court. Then you, get, you have an opportunity to get current on the loan and stop the foreclosure. So many things that are in foreclosure are remedied. Okay, Uh, if you are in the military, you receive special protection. You you can file for bankruptcy. And when you file for bankruptcy, that stops the foreclosure uh, process. But you can also if you do go into foreclosure, you can get the excess money after a foreclosure sale if they sell it for more. So don't get caught off guard if you're a New York homeowner who's behind in your mortgage payments. Learn each step in New York's foreclosure from missing your first payment to the foreclosure sale. And it's very important that you know this process because hopefully a lot of you, if you're in that predicament, will be able to figure out a way to work out with the bank. And remember, the bank does not want your house. The last thing in the world, they want to take back your house. Um, they, they, so they will work with you to try to figure out a way that you can stay in that property. Now, people ask, well, what is pre-foreclosure? Well, it's, it is what it sounds like. It's the period after you fall behind your payments, but before a foreclosure officially starts. Okay? So a foreclosure action didn't start yet, but you're behind in your payments. And generally, that's called the pre-foreclosure stage. And some people refer to the period before a foreclosure sale actually happens. During this time of pre-foreclosure, the service can charge you various fees like late charges and inspection fees and in most cases must inform you about ways to avoid foreclosure and send you a pre-foreclosure notice called a breach letter that you've breached your contract. Now, the servicer can charge during the pre-foreclosure period some fees, and these are the fees they can charge. If you miss a payment, most loans include a grace period of, say, 10 or 15 days, after which that time, and you'll see it on your mortgage payment. Usually it lists um, that if you, you know, they give you a little grace period. And then, If you pass the grace period, they will assess a late fee, and each month you miss a payment, the servicer will charge this late fee. And to find out the late charge amount and grace period for your loan, just look at the promissory note that you signed when you took out the mortgage. And you can also find the information, which is easier for me, on your monthly mortgage statements. In New York, mortgages allow the lender or the current loan holder referred to as the lender to take necessary steps to protect its interest in the property. So you could have a property inspection to, to ensure that the home is occupied and that it's maintained. But if you're finding, I think in ACE you always say this, if you're finding that you're missing payments, call the bank. Call the person that you have the mortgage with. They truly will try to help you work it out. They don't want your house.
4: That's right, Dottie. Communication is right? critical. I mean, and, you um, say that yeah, all most, the time. Are, yeah, I say that all the time. Most banks are not in the business to collect assets, right? They want you to pay off your mortgage. They, they are willing to work with you on payment. So make sure that you have communication, a really transparent uh, line of communication, right? Um, earlier, the better. I always adv- advise folks um, that if they know that they are coming into a financial struggle, just let them know. Communicate. You know, speak with the representative, and tell your story. What's going on, and they'll work with you, Dottie. So that's that's great advice. They will. Right? Um, it's yeah.
3: They don't want your house. Under federal mortgage servicing laws, if the property is your principal residence, meaning that you're living in it, the service the servicer who's ever got the loan out that you took must contact or try to contact you by phone to discuss. Options um, and there's a loan modification program where, truthfully, they work out your loan and probably t- take it down. I know some people that really ended up; they were in foreclosure for a long time in New York. Forget about it. You could be in foreclosure years, and by the time he ended up, he ended up paying half of what the house was worth. Um, so you, yeah, you, is, you,
4: modification. Um, you also don't have to pay closing costs if you qualify, right? So calling the bank and seeing if you qualify for a loan modification, what they'll do is they'll lower your rate most times to make sure that your payment is a little bit lower so that it's affordable and they'll modify your, your rate and and your product. Right. That's why it's called the loan modification. So, um, you know, should
3: should someone like, in other words, if it's at 45 days, if we're missing payment, you're saying that someone should call before that happens and Someone try to, to work.
4: Before that. Exactly. And then that's why I, I always advise don't wait until you're forty five, sixty days um late because then you know you have derogatory payments with the bank and they'll be less inclined to work with you as opposed to you know something's coming and you're and you're um talking to them and, and communicating with them beforehand and they'll be able to put you in different products, right? Such as a loan modification. Or working on your payment to just like how you have credit card debts, um, they'll work on a payment, um, I guess, program with you. And it's always best to let them know beforehand because everybody sort of has an idea, right? If they're gonna if they're going to fall into financial hardship um, sooner than later, so always be preemptive and, and be proactive on that
3: standpoint. True. Now, in New York, mortgages have provisions that require the lender to send a notice, commonly called a breach letter, meaning you've breached your contract, informing you that the loan is in default before, before, they must send you that before they can accelerate the loan. The breach letter gives you a chance to cure the default and avoid the foreclosure. Now, people say, Dottie, but when can a foreclosure start? Under federal law, the servicer that's the person you're borrowing from, usually can, can't officially begin a foreclosure until you are more than 120 days past due on payments, subject to a few exceptions. And the 120-day period provides most homeowners with an ample opportunity to submit their cause, talk to the bank or the lender, try to work something out. So you have time to do that, and I think that's what you're saying, Ace. I mean, they're more than that willing.
4: Correct, and, and that's why banks have a leeway. And you're right; it's it's they'll they'll give you until the loan is over 120 days delinquent, until they start um, the, the foreclosure procedures. Right, so that's that's why I emphasize you really need to contact the bank because once they start the foreclosure process, you've sort of shown them that you're not really trying to improve your situation or contact them. So. Um, they'll be less inclined to be working out a payment plan with you and things of that nature. So just make sure that you're communicating with them and, and that you're um, letting them know beforehand. Right? So
3: yes, a lot of you, a lot of people write to me and say, well, that they just felt they had to give up because they didn't have the money, and so they just gave up and they didn't try to work anything out. And that is your number yeah. one. That's a huge mistake. I I, I can't quote you. What percentage of people end up working it out? But believe me, if the bank has any way of lowering your payments or doing things to help you work it out, they will. So don't think, oh, I just don't have the money and give up and ignore all the all of these things that you might be that you can do to help you keep your home. If you default from New York, in New York you're more, you're 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 in a judicial state, and so that they don't really throw you out that quickly. So if the property is an owner-occupied one-to-four family dwelling or a condominium unit, New York law requires the lender or the servicer to send a notice to the borrower 90 days before starting the foreclosure. That provides, among other things, information about how to cure the default and a list of government-approved housing counselors and agencies and people you can call uh, that are near you that you can learn if there's any way you can... Stop that. And believe me, I am telling you, they, are re- they really try to help you. They don't want your house. So you generally usually have 20 days to file an answer, and if you don't file an answer, you don't do anything, and you don't respond to the suit, then the lender will ask the court for probably to receive a default judgment, and which will allow it to hold a foreclosure sale. And you don't want it to get there. You really don't. If you choose to defend the foreclosure lawsuit, the case will go through the litigation process, and the lender might then ask the courts to grant the summary judgment. And a summary judgment is a motion that asks the court um, to grant judgment in favor of the lender because there's no dispute about the critical aspects of the case. Now, as of January 1st, 2022, New York requires the lender to assert standing when starting a foreclosure. Uh, there's more protection now. After okay, and and it also it amends um, it amended the last foreclosure law. Under the new amended law, which just came out this year, any foreclosure complaint initiated on a residential mortgage covering a one to four family dwelling, after the law effective date, must contain an affirmative allegation that the plaintiff which is the bank or who's ever initiating the lawsuit, which is usually the lender, uh, has a standing. And uh, it, it, it amended the law and requires the plaintiff to say in the complaint for foreclosure that it is the owner and holder of the subject mortgage. Well, this is a lot of, like, technicality stuff, which I don't want to do on the radio because it's too boring. But basically, what the, just the message is, if you don't give up, if you're behind in payments and you think you don't have the money to even try and you just let everything go, it's a big mistake. A big mistake. Because they do try to work with you. Now, obviously, if you do nothing, you just ignore it, then they will have a fork, they, your property will go into foreclosure and they'll have a, end up with a foreclosure sale. Um, now, if you want to stop the foreclosure sale, you can stop it by including reinstating the loan, redeeming the property. In other words, if, the, if, your, if your property goes up for a foreclosure sale because you did nothing and the last minute you wake up and you say, what am I, crazy? Um, if you have, you know, if you, you can stop it, if you if you can mitigate the damage and you can come up with some money, or you're still, if you're able to try to work it out with them again. So, even at that point, they're trying to work with you. So don't, don't, don't give up because you can reinstate the loan. You can redeem the property before the sale. You can uh, stop the foreclosure sale. by re- and, and Or if you're filed for bankruptcy, if you're facing a foreclosure and filing for bankruptcy, that might help you, believe it or not. Uh In fact, if a foreclosure sale is scheduled to occur in the next day or so, the best way to stop the sale immediately, the foreclosure sale, is by filing bankruptcy. I mean, obviously, you shouldn't file it if you're not bankrupt, but if you are, it stops the foreclosure sale. Once you file bankruptcy, something called an automatic stay goes into effect. So I know this is a lot of stuff to digest, but... That is things that you can do if you are going into foreclosure. When we come back after the break, Ace, you might add some things, and then I'm going to talk about the different type of foreclosure properties because there's many kinds of foreclosures that you can uh, avail yourself of, and some of them I wouldn't. So we'll be right back.
0: Eye on Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A. From the studios of AM 970, The Answer. On Broadway and Wall Street in Manhattan. This is WNYA, Hackensack, New Jersey, New York City.
1: Larry Elder,
3: weeknights at
0: 8 on AM 970, The Answer.